Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's a mean age. But it is going to be a beautiful future as long as we don't f*** it up. I'm Brian McWilliams, and this is Mean Age Daydream, where I bring you unfiltered comedy, criticism, philosophy, and politics with a Mean Age Daydream. What's up, you easy-peasy, lemon-squeezies? Happy Friday. I uh, debated skipping talking about the issue with Michael Knowles and transgender eradication, as we're led to believe he called for, but I have decided that I'm going to do a little quick show here, a, uh, a quick addendum to my main show, which, of course, you guys can listen to every Wednesday on the Lions of Liberty Network. This is going to be on the YouTube for Mean Age Daydream. This will be on the Mean Age Daydream solo feed and not on the main network feed for this week, just because uh, it's fun to do some, some things on the... Uh on the solo side, right? Get a little little more action for that feed. Get you guys to subscribe. So you can find that there. And I want to remind you to subscribe to our Patreon. If you are a stingy bastard, well, open up that wallet because we've got good morning fuckhead rants that I do, which are fantastic daily rants or almost every day. Sometimes a little too hungover. Sometimes I got kid stuff, but at least three to four days a week, I get those in. And of course, secrets, lies, and cover-ups. We've got, we've got, uh, degenerate gamblers just wrapped up. We have got bonus interviews with people. We've got libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor shows and so much more. Actually, if you want to get in on a $15 level, we are doing a Q&A. Robbie the Fire Bernstein has been confirmed. He's going to be our first guest on what's going to be a quarterly session wherein anybody that's in our Patreon from $15 and up gets to sit down open Q&A with Robbie. We'll probably have some other guests down the line. Maybe I'll get Reed on. Maybe I'll get Clint on. Who knows what guests we will have. John, I'm sure, will have some suggestions for interesting guests as well. But as a give back to our people, we want to have the opportunity for you to dialogue with the people that we take for granted in the movement, friends of ours. So opening that up, go to patreon.com forward slash Lions of Liberty or lionsofliberty.locals.com. Okay, let me play for you the clip of Michael Knowles, right? Now, this is a, a small clip out of a much larger speech, <laughs> okay? But let's share it just so you can hear the part which has been clipped and shared and shared and clipped and used as a uh, proof that there should be a genocide from the GOP perspective against the transgenders. There can be no middle way in dealing with transgenderism. It is all or nothing. If transgenderism is true, if men really can become women, then it's true for everybody of all ages. If transgenderism is false, as it is, if men really can't become women, as they cannot, then it's false for everybody too. And if it's false, then we should not indulge it, especially since that indulgence requires taking away the rights and customs of so many people. If it is false, then for the good of society, and especially for the good of the poor people who have fallen prey to this confusion, 
Transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely. The whole preposterous ideology at every level. Whoopsie! Forgot my mic was muted. That was awkward. So there you go. That's the part everybody was talking about. And let me give you my perspective here, because I think it's going to be a little bit more nuanced than some of the takes you might have heard from other people. Uh, and I'll give you my my twist on what he's describing, because I think there is some notable language in there. And I do not think, by the way, he should have used the term eradicated. When you say eradicated, instantaneously, you're going to have a connotation of genocide. You're going to have a connotation of what the Nazis did or tried to achieve. That is just part and parcel with the word. And I don't know what he was thinking if he was intentionally trying to use a word that he knew would be provocative enough to get this exact response, right? And look, there's some argument that that's an effective strategy. You could point to what the uh, the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire does a little bit with be, you know, intentionally using inflammatory words and images and to try to get a response from people and get the attention in there. Is Michael Knowles doing that here? I don't know for sure. I think that might be a bit of it, right? Because he's got his audience built in. He's not really someone you're going to be able to cancel per se. His base is going to support him. Obviously, you heard people clapping and, and cheering in that instance at CPAC, which is where this was given. Now, when we talk about some of the things that he said, right? Whether or not a man can become a woman and vice versa, he says it is absolutely false. I agree. I do not think that a man can become a woman. I do think that it is ridiculous that we view it as such. I think that if we're being honest as a society, and I believe in biology and I believe in science, it's an absurdity to say that now this person is a woman. And that somehow by somebody, even if you don't have an actual surgery to change your physical looks, you still can't change the biology within your body, right? It's still a very surface level alteration. Now, granted, yes, I know there's hormones in there. They do change some things. But at the end of the day, you were born a man. You can only do so much. There's no magic wand that can be waved to turn you into a woman. And, and to argue against that is fundamentally ridiculous from a scientific perspective. That being said. When Michael Knowles says that we have to, quote unquote, eradicate transgenderism and that we should not entertain or indulge these people in their actions, well, that's where I get a little bit hesitant, right? I don't think that there is harm in allowing people to have their freedom as adults, right? When you talk about children, that's where these things fall apart because I do think it is abusive. I do think that there are risks involved. Today, actually, when I'm recording this, is a hashtag D-Trans Awareness Day because there are now, now that we're getting to this point where children which had been transitioning a few years ago have now come to realize that they are not in fact, a, a, a biological man, you know, all these poor people, these poor teenage girls that have been involved in this type of social contagion in many ways, convinced that they are 
in fact, in the wrong body. And of course, within the psychological and psychiatric environments, there is nobody that's saying, hey, pump the brakes. It's all affirmative care, which I think is an absolutely poisonous way to look at treatment when it comes to medical uh, alterations to children's biological changes to children, which are, you're never going back from that, right? Once, once you take a certain amount of hormones, you can get to a point where you can no longer sexually climax. You can no longer, uh, your body no longer is going to be able to function and mature as an adult in that state. It's very bad. And a lot of times these kids are now having suicidal thoughts, which is ironic when you consider the fact that so many people that are on the left that are on this trans activist train are arguing that they have to transition to avoid suicide, right? So that's an issue. However, when we talk about, oh, you have to, we can't indulge any of this nonsense anymore. Well, no, no. I don't have a problem if there's somebody, and I know, you know, I know uh, Sarah Higdon, uh, she's, you know, she's a trans woman uh, within the Liberty Movement. It's a very nice person, and I respect the hell out of her. You know, if you want to go ahead and transition as an adult and make that choice and you're happier as that, okay. And on a personal level, I will call you a, a woman. I will address you as a female name because I respect you as such. However, I'm not going to demand that all society goes along with that as a law and has to, you know, and that there's punishments if you misgender somebody or don't want to use their name, because at the end of the day, they still are not a biological woman. And to say that people have to rewrite their own reality to suit a tiny fraction of the population is insanity. It's it's patently absurd. When Michael Knowles talks about eradication of transgenderism in public life, and I think that's the emphasis that people are kind of missing, in public life, he's not saying that you have to eradicate transgenders, even though that's kind of what the connotation has been. That's what the left media has pushed as far as what he's meaning. He's talking about in public life. That means in in public spaces. That means in public schools. That means, uh, I guess, in the common culture. And that I can respect to a degree. I don't think that you say, well, you're not allowed to be transgender in public. You know, I don't think it's like a a nudity law or an obscene law where you say you can't go out with your penis out. And and this is the same thing. A man can't dress as a woman and a woman can't dress as a man. Or if you've had the surgery, you can't go out and represent yourself as a different gender. I don't agree with that. You're an adult. You're a free person. And you should be able to do that. The catch that nobody wants to talk about, though, is that, look, you are breaking social norms. You are completely upending the social order, which has existed for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. There is a good reason that men's and women's bathrooms are separated and and have been in virtually every culture, you know, for as long as anybody can remember. There's good reasons for that. People's privacy does feel like it's violated. And the whole issue with the trans bathroom thing and men, we, you know, it's the thing that boggles my mind is they talk about the rights for the trans individual. What about the rights for all of these other individuals that have become quite accustomed to having privacy among their own sex and being comfortable and feeling safe there? You are now violating that safety space, right? You talk about safe spaces all the time. Well, you are violating that safe space for the unbelievable majority, 99% plus people. There has to be an awareness that while you may feel that you are, in fact, a woman or a man, right? After transitioning or in your heart of hearts, that's the way you feel. You might accept that, right? 
you also have to accept that you are not going to be going along and accepted by society as it stands because of that long history and that you do run the risk of people looking at you cockeyed because you are so outside of the spectrum of normality. And I'm not somebody who believes that we have to have a very tight spectrum of normality. I believe that there should be uh, opportunities to let your freak flag fly, but you should not expect everyone to kowtow to you because of it. And that's where we come to this crux. People argue that somehow the transgender issue is the same as gay rights and, and you know gay marriage and everything. Again, I'm for transgenders marrying whoever they want, just like I'm for gays, gays marrying whoever they want. But we didn't upend society in the way in which we define gender for the gay rights movement. We didn't have to reassign bathrooms for the gay rights movement. And I think it's fine if you want to make gender, you know, bathrooms, any gender as far as single stall bathrooms. My problem is when it comes to these, you know, multi-use bathrooms or multiple people at the same time bathrooms. That's where it kind of falls apart. And I think that's what Michael Knowles is getting at more than that or more, more prominently when he says eradicate from public life. It's getting rid of those changes to culture. And those changes to society, which have existed for so long and expecting us to just go along with it. A question that can be raised is, should society change and how fast? Because that's a lot of what the problem with the transgender issue is, too, is that the activists and the left have pushed transgenderism so hard and so fast over the past 10 years, maybe 15 years. But I, I think it's about 10 years that I can remember where this is really prominent that it's unreasonable to expect society to not push back. It's unreasonable to argue that we should be transitioning children and giving them all these drugs and hormones without waiting and seeing what the effects of these things actually are, which now you're coming to see the fruition of this, which a lot of the results are not great because statistically something like 80% of children that identify as a different gender within a couple of years decide, oh no, I'm happy in my own sex, in my own gender. You take that and then you look at it as far as how many people are just being urged to transition immediately. And yes, you do have a problem. So Michael Knowles has a point in that we should not be pushing this and encouraging these people to go ahead and make the, you know, make the leap and have the surgery and take the hormones in our public schools. Now you can teach what a transgender person is in a sex ed class, something like that. But I think that that, again, has to wait until sex ed is a proper age. Now, what age that is, debatable, because kids are having sex at a younger age. Is it sixth grade? I wouldn't be opposed to a sixth grader being taught what a transgender person is. But I don't think that it's a good idea to go and ask kids when they're you know six years old, what your pronouns are if you feel like a boy or a girl that day. Sometimes they're going to feel like a boy. Some, they, some people want to dress as girls when they're boys and they grow out of it. I've got I heard a ton of stories. I have friends that have had that. But to emphasize that in public life is what he's talking about. I think that the conversation is not a productive one coming out of this because the instantaneous result from something like this is going to be people getting up in arms on the left and saying, well, this is exactly what we told you was going to happen. Right. And he's given them that gift. It's kind of like January 6th for the transgender issue. He's given them a gift, which is going to hurt 
having a real dialogue on this because now it's all about hate. It's all about uh, genocide. It's all about uh, taking away rights, taking away the right to live. When, as I said, this should be an issue that should be kept more or less in the evolution of culture in its right place. You can start the conversation. We can have people going out and, you know, transgender people have been out in society for a very long time. I can remember as a little kid seeing a man that's clearly a woman or a woman that's, you know, yeah, a man that's dressed as a woman that's clearly a man standing there. And typically the response to this is, okay, well, that's really weird. And I'm sorry, it is. It's really weird. Guys, can we all admit that, please? Can we not? Can we stop pretending that it's completely normal to see somebody that's clearly transitioned or pretending to be somebody that they are not, something that sex they are not? It is very odd. It is a one in a hundred thousand instance or less, probably way less. It's okay to say, look, this is odd. The question is how fast should we accept it and how prominently should it be featured and focused upon in our society? And I think that's what he is pushing back against. But I do not agree with him that it should be eradicated from polio. If I do not think that somebody should be prohibited from going out there, because that is any, that is a distinct attack on freedom, a distinct attack on your ability to live your life as you see fit. Cause if you're not hurting anybody and I don't see people out there hurting anybody by pretending to be a different sex, then live and let live. And that's where Michael knows really this falls apart. Anyway, that's my two cents, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope it was worthwhile. Hope it was doing. Hopefully it doesn't get me canceled <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. But who knows? All right. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your times. That's it for me, Brian McWilliams. And I will uh, talk to you on the flip side.